Jesus name we pray. Bless the Lord, my Let heaven get you. 
Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus, the Lord's name, we are praying. Our Lord and our God, we want to bless your holy name. We want to thank you for your goodness, for your kindness. You've been faithful to us, O Lord. You have not counted our sins. You have not counted our unrighteousness. But you have kept us alive. You have kept us in the, in the good place. Lord, we go and we come. And Lord, everything has been well with us. Every time we dip our hands in our pockets, there is always something to bring our Lord. Lord, we give you glory. We give you honor. We bow before you. We join the 24 elders to say you are worthy to the praise. You are glorious to the praise. Lord, we say thank you so much. We say thank you from the depths of our hearts that you have preserved our lives, that you have not killed us. We say we are blessed. We, are, we worship you, Lord. Thank you, everlasting Father. We appreciate all you have done. Father, we know that you will do much more than we are able to think in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' victorious name, we are praying. Amen. 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 Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the one. Amen. Praise the Lord. The government of Canada says, take time out, go to your respective home and churches, and give God the glory for all He has done for us. Invite your neighbors. Tell your neighbors your thanksgiving is not complete with just the talking. You have to go to the presence of the Lord. That is the that is the history of Canada. They have to be in the church. So tell them, bring them, and tell them that people is going to have the biggest talking in the whole of Brampton. Praise the Lord. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Let's bow down our heads as we pray. Our Lord and our God, we want to thank you so much because you have been feeding us your word. And this morning again we come thirsty and hungry. We pray that you will feed us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' victorious name, we are praying. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> um, we bought uh, an iPad for Sister Sister Ethel. Praise the Lord. Let's put that hands together for the Lord. She, she has three kids. Amen. But uh, I'm going to use my powers this this morning. Whoever can make the nine gifts of the nine fruit of the spirit will take a iPad. Please do not. Amen. She's not going to be upset. <laughs> will you be upset? No. So who's going to make the nine fruits of the spirit? Let me see. You. Okay, you need the knife fruit of the spirit. <laughs> Let's give her a chance. Maybe she, maybe she will redeem her iPad. Amen. What's in here? 
else wants to cry? Who else wants, who else wants to cry? <laughs> okay, Sister Ethel. To get your iPad. <laughs> or we will give it to you without the charger. Sister Ethel, there was the fruit of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Galatians chapter 9 for verse. Galatians chapter 5 for verse 19. Galatians chapter 5 for verse 19. For verse 19. It says, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions. Heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, reveling, and such like, of which I tell you, for, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. That they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And they we that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and the lust. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. The Bible said there that if you have the work of the flesh, you will not inherit the kingdom of, of God. And if the work of the flesh is inside of you, it's a bondage. Amen. It's a bondage. Somebody who is a drunk, for instance, it's a bondage. Right? It's difficult for them to, to break free. I was talking with somebody during the week, and he says, I like this red wine. You know, and he said that I, he prays to God that if this red wine, the apple wall can be taken away, that he will be so happy. You know, because it's a bondage. The work of the flesh is a bondage. And it takes the Spirit of God to set us free. You'll be free from every work of the flesh in the name of Jesus. We have a video to watch this morning. Uh, Victor, do you have my video? We're going to watch a video this morning. Can you turn up the light, please? Sir? But that simply is a story that came from the Bible. It says, in every one of us, there are two wolves, two chickens, two lions. One is vicious and one is gentle. When we were young, they said, on everybody's shoulder, there is a bad angel on one side and a good angel on the other side. How many of us know that? And one will be telling you, do bad, do bad. The other one will be saying, don't do bad. So inside of us, inherent in us, is always the two voices. You know, one is telling you, be, walk in the flesh, walk in drunkenness, walk in hatred. Another one is saying, be gentle, be kind. Praise the Lord. Let's open our Bibles to Genesis chapter 3. 
from verse 1. Genesis chapter 3 from verse 1. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, had God said, Ye should not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, Ye may eat of the fruit of you may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of, of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods knowing good and evil <clears throat> somebody say knowing good and evil and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and she gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat and the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sold fig leaves together and made themselves apron. From the moment they ate that fruit, the Bible says inside of them is the knowledge of good and the knowledge of evil. So every one of us, inherent inside of us, can carry out evil and carry out good. But like that story was saying in the video where we, we were watching, which wolf will win? Huh? Which wolf will win? Who's going to answer that question from the video? Which wolf will win in our hearts? The one you feed is the one that is going to win. But there is no question about it that there is inside of us good and evil. The Bible calls that good, the evil, sometimes flesh, the works of the flesh. So which one do you feed? Do you feed your spirit or you feed your flesh? Praise the Lord. First of all, how do we feed our spirit or how do we feed our flesh? The Bible says when we meditate on the word of God, uh, in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, what does it say? It says, this book of the Lord will not be, let's, let's recite it one to, one to go, one to go. Okay, let's read it together, one to go. to feed our spirit. Amen. When the Bible says prosperous, when I was young in Christianity, I thought it means wealthy, rich, right? But not necessarily. What he's saying is that your ways will be prosperous. Your life 
The man says in business, in finance, in your relationship, you will prosper. How do you do that? You meditate on the word. You are feeding your spirit the good things, you know, of the word. But at the same time, when you begin to meditate on evil things, when you begin to meditate on revenge, when you begin to listen to counsel of others telling you, do, do your own, you know, that the evil side will begin to win. We can meditate, we can brood, we can get preoccupied. People can get preoccupied with drinking. My Saturday is for drinking. I go to the nightclub. What do you do there to drink? They are feeding the evil side of that nature of us. It goes for the evil and it goes for the good. And that's why the Bible says, day and night, you must constantly be meditating upon the word of God. Checking yourself during the day, checking yourself during the night. Am I evil? Am I walking in disobedience? Am I walking in the flesh? Or the fruit of the Spirit is coming in me. It is intentional. It is what? Intentional. It's what you yourself must intend to do. If you don't do it, let, let me just ask a question. Which one will win naturally, even if you don't feed? Even if you don't feed? Uh, even if you don't feed anything, you don't feed the good side, you don't feed the bad side, but naturally, which one will just naturally will win? The evil side will naturally win. It's easy to be evil. It's easy to drink. Is it easy to is it is it hard to drink? Huh? Just reach out and just start drinking. Then, but to not to drink, not to drink, is easy to hate. But it's not easy to love. Like we said last week, is it easy for you to just pluck out your kidney and give it to somebody else? Is it easy? You know. But to take somebody's kidney is very easy. To take life is very easy. To give life. You know how much the doctors have to work to save life? One of my colleagues at work died because, uh, to me, the doctors were not fighting hard enough. This man fell from the machine where we were working on a Saturday. He was rushed to the hospital and the doctors were in their office and it was only the nurses that were attending to him. At the end of that Saturday, even this Victor guy was dead. Victor man, we walked together, you know, he was dead. And I came to the hospital, I found the two doctors, they were gisting together. You know, to save life is hard. To take life, very easy. There is this Ghanaian taxi driver in New York. Uh, he took about three people in his taxi. They got down and they didn't want to pay him. You know, so what will you do? Somebody doesn't want to pay for the service that you carried out. You know? So what did he do naturally? He followed after them and he started raving. I need my money, I need my money, I need my money. You know? Uh, and he was a stronger one. Actually, he's a very strong guy. You know? So he was rolling out, give me my money, give me my money, give me my money. One of the passengers that doesn't look strong, in fact, he's a little chubby. 
all of a sudden, he was hiding something. Someone was there videoing everything. All of a sudden, he was doing like this. As the Ghanaian guy touched it up and was just did like this. You know? He struck him with a knife in the tummy, and the guy just looked like this. And instead of people to call 911, and instead of him to also start crying for help, you know, he died there, right on the spot. And people were still videotaping, you know. Did he do anything wrong? He was, what would we say, that he was fighting for his right. But if he had not said, no, I am a Christian, I don't fight, God will provide. Bye, go. You understand? Some of us might call him a fool, right? Or you're a fool. They are just cheating you and they are taking away your money. But if somebody had told him, you have a choice. Fight for the affair or don't fight, and that will determine whether you live or not. If somebody gave you that option, what do you think you will do? Say, today, I'm, pro I'm having a prophecy to you that somebody will not pay you. If you accept it, you will leave. But if you don't accept it and you fight, you will die. You know? That's why the Bible says, you know, Sister Leopuchi said it was very wrong, it was very difficult at the open heaven this morning. The Bible says, if somebody slap you or one cheek, what do you do to the other one? Uh -huh. So he has cheated you with his fair. Shouldn't you say, hey, uh, before you go, please come. I want to give another $20 to buy something along the way. That's what the Bible meant by turning the other cheek. You know, the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Which one do you feed? The movies you watch, we must be careful what they are feeding in us. Some of these, these, these movies, they are the ones that people actually go to see Habalist and Babalao. You understand? Why? Because every time we look in the movie, the only thing they see is that the man is doing attention. So when they are in a deep problem, the next thing they are thinking is, where would I get the nearest Babalao in Branson? I mean, of course, know that we have Babalao in Branson. Huh? <laughs> you don't know? Hey, when this in Toronto, why would they not have a branch in Branson? Uh, if you read all these cheap, cheap newspaper, free newspaper, you will see African uh, Fali, uh, prophet from uh, Palm Reader, even at the, uh, what do they call this store that opens Saturday and Sunday? Flea Market. Uh, they have the Palm Reader, they have the, the, the people who read Destiny and all that. They know what they're posting, Jesus said. But I noticed something very familiar in all of them. They are always love life, you know? If you have been a ditch, if you want your husband to love you more, you play. They specialize mainly in that area. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So what are you feeling? If we look in the life of uh, Eve, in the story where we read, there was nothing wrong with Eve. She was a beautiful woman, she was an intelligent woman, and everything was perfect. She had peace. She had a good husband, Adam. Praise the Lord. But one day, the Bible says that the small crawling snake just came to her and was talking to her in just a small conversation on the Snapchat. 
a small conversation on WhatsApp, you know. Did God not say you should eat any food? God said, God said we should eat everything except for one. The devil has already started feeding her. Feeding her. Even then she has not even eaten the fruit. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 3 verse 6, it says, and when she saw, when she did what? She saw. One gateway for the enemy to feed our flesh is what we see. It's what we see. Some people argue. Is it right to show our cleavage? Is it right to dress this? Is it right to do this? And we argue. You know, and I, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. But what I will tell you is the reason why David fell is because of the pornography he saw. He saw. He was on top of his house and he saw. Now my question is, what he saw? Was it strange? Was, was it something strange? He saw a naked woman. Is that enough to become a murderer? Of course, that was how he became a murderer, is it also? So how did he become a murderer? He started feeling his evil side. You understand? You know, he used that one as a kind of snack to feed his evil side. That was the first snack. And his flesh loved it. And his flesh wanted more. Okay, from, from the pornography, it became adultery. From adultery, it became murderer. You understand? And that's how it works. But when you tell them, you say, uh, you have issues. He might say, no, I don't have any issues. But it's what he saw. The Bible says the woman saw that the tree was good for food. Now we talk about food. Food is a problem. Food is a flesh. And that's why they always recommend fasting. What is the essence of fasting? problem with Christians because Christians think fasting is to get answer to prayer. If I fast, God is going to answer. Really? The purpose of fasting is to subdue your flesh. What you see. What you are hungry for. You know, some people say, when you are fasting, don't watch Nollywood. Yes, you are right. Stop feeding the evil side. That's what fasting is all about. Stop feeding the evil side. Stop feeding the flesh. Stop drinking. Stop hating. And that's why the Bible says, Is this not the fast that I have approved? That you take your money and go and feed the poor. You know? The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. She saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes. Pleasant to the eyes. Thank God for Facebook. What is the purpose of Facebook? Pleasant to the eyes. What is the purpose of, of Instagram? It's pleasant to the eyes. When you begin to flip the pages, you begin to see many nice things. 
nicer one, nicer one, nicer one. You are feeding the negative side. You are feeding the negative side. And then you begin to do makeup like the Instagram. And then you begin to dress like the Instagram. And then after that, you begin to put your own also in the Instagram to tell them that, ah, meet you at dinner. <laughs> you are feeling the evil side. They want bros. One nice afternoon, going to see your Instagram page and say, dude, man, you take too much. You are more finer than my wife can stand. <laughs> when I saw that your Instagram page, man, what are we doing? We're already feeding the evil side. They call something the slippery slope. You know, like a slippery slope. When you begin to fall, you don't just boom. You go slowly, one step at a time. And how does it start feeding the evil side? Meditating. The lady started meditating. She saw that it was good. She saw that it was food. She saw that it was pleasing to the eyes. The tree, when I eat it, is going to make me wise. When I do it, it's going to make me richer. It's going to give me good stuff. And the Bible says, she took up the fruit thereof, and she did eat it. Not only did she eat it, she now became an evangelist and begin to preach. Don't you know you have to hate? Some people, that's why the Bible says, you must be mindful of people you get your counsel from. Some people are deep in the flesh. Then they begin to counsel you. You have to fight back. Your husband did this to you. Fight back. Fight back. Fight back. He goes in your system. He energizes your soul. And what do you do? You launch out. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. It says in every one of us, there are two wolves. The good wolf and the bad wolf. The two of them are constantly fighting against each other. And who wins? The winner is the one you... I can't hear you. The winner is the one you... If you are in the church, the winner is the one you... If you are still in the church, the winner is the one you the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Finally, finally, my brethren. Now we're going to examine ourselves. How much of you is evil? How much of you is good? The Bible says in the book of Daniel, it says you have been weighed on the scale. Right? How many of us know that story? He said you have been weighed on the scale and you've been found wanting. He's been tilted in the evil side. He's been tilted in the evil side. And therefore there will be judgment. So my question to you is, what is your level of spirituality against the flesh? The work of the flesh against the fruit of the spirit. Which one is winning? I know, for most of us, it should be like 50-50, is it not so? And 50% good and 50% bad. It only depends on the time of day. Is it not so? Or on my mood. If I'm in the mood, I can be a good Christian. But sometimes I can be a bad, a bad person. Let's bother my hands this morning. And just say, no, 
help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Ask for help from the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter 5, verse 24, it says, They that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and with the lust. Have you crucified the flesh? Why don't you silence all those voices that keep encouraging you to do evil? Crucify them. That's what the Bible says. Romans chapter 7 verse 18. It says, I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. It says, but the good that I would, I do not. But the evil I would not, that I do. Now, if I do that which I would not, and it is, it is more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me, I found then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another Lord in my members, warring against the law of my mind, bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my member. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind I myself serve the Lord of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. Ask the Lord Jesus Christ to cleanse you from all sins and to cleanse you from the flesh. And you will be free in the name of Jesus. Amen.